welcome to Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests and talk about the characters we all know and love and has forgotten as well. With me today is Tim. Hi, Tim. Hello, hello, hello. How are we? Uh, well, um, we're currently recording this three days before it's supposed to come out, come out again because Audacity decided to screw me over. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, it's a shame because it was all killer, no filler. And now it's yeah, lost it to the sands of time. I know. I'm, I'm like, and like, there's no proof of it besides Tim's side. Yeah. Like, I don't have, I don't have, I don't have it anymore. And I'm willing to sell my side for huge amounts of cash. Well, t- today we're going to talk about Anaconda, but before we do, I got to say, I found a new uh, YouTube uh, series to watch. It's very fascinating. Okay, lay it on me. Okay. Uh, it is basically a, I'm guessing either, I'm guessing a couple, I'm guessing, uh, I think they're German, and all they do is shred stuff. Okay. Like, just stuff, like stuff from food to toy cars. They just shred it. They just shred it. Well, I mean, they shred it with, like, a hand crank shredder and, like, one of those industrial shredders. All right. And it's it's very it's very uh it's very soothing. As you say, do you find this to be zen? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. So I would uh let me get the exact. I'm just gonna be be nice and tell everyone what it's called. It's called Thymark. T H Y Mark. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I would suggest uh, going and watch it. You know. All right. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah. That's what I've been doing while. Uh, Tim was downloading Ultron into his computer. <laughs> well, if Jesse recommends it, I am sure it is quality. Also, if you like soothing stuff, I have a friend who's super big on watching Domino's videos on YouTube. I I am a big fan of those. Also, uh, wait, another thing I'm super big fan of. People like it. it I don't know if it's popular outside of um, people who watch YouTube, but uh, it is not a lot. But it's the Hydraulic Press channel. Basically, it's this uh, finish man and his wife mm-hmm. uh they just crush things and they're very uh charming and you don't know if this is popular outside of youtube i don't know if it is what would your instinct tell you no yeah that would be my guess <laughs> <laughs> well i have no gauge of what's popular or not uh, i mean your podcasts are popular you're on the bleeding edge of content i hope so I'm I'm sure doesn't of it. feel like that sometimes. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. I need yeah. to be on more of your episodes. That's the problem. Yeah, that's probably it. Our chemistry that's is probably just exactly dynamite. Yeah, it is. It, it's totally dynamite. <laughs> well, you know, it'd <laughs> okay. be good if you brought back Martin and he and I did an episode together. No, no. <laughs> oh, speaking of, that's uh, early plug for my other. Uh, podcast. That's right. It's turn to page. Turn to page. You can hear Tim and uh Tim and Martin slash Trevor uh annoy the hell out of me. When's that coming out? It might come out next month. People are um, really anxious for it. Like I get a lot of well, emails. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll probably put it out next month. Actually. Uh, but speaking of uh things that. Are things things that are things? Yep. There we go. All right. Yep. Wow. Let's roll Actually, with that. No, no. Th- 
talking about people who are people because I don't want to objectify Anaconda. People are people. So why <laughs> yeah, should people it be are people. that you and so, I should get along so awfully? Yeah, so what do you know about Anaconda? Well, you know, not a ton. I know Anaconda was created by uh, Mark Grinwald back when he was writing Captain America for like a thousand years. And uh, I think Ralph Macchio was technically the co-creator. There's no artist on it, which is weird. It's unusual, I should say. Um, I, I, noticed, I noticed that a lot. Like, it, the writers tend to get more of the uh, credit for creating characters, even though most of the time the artist is what makes them iconic. Yeah, I think we're better about that now, but I do think that was the case for a while. You know, you had more sort of um, work-a-day, I guess, artists. I don't know. You know, there were a lot more fill-ins and things like that. They were a lot less worried about uh, I don't know, everybody getting their due, I guess. <laughs> comics, I think comics doesn't have the best history, let's be honest, about giving people credit for things or paying them for them afterwards, so. Uh, so, sorry, uh, I should probably say this, actually. Alright. Because all of the characters are drawn, all the character portraits in this is drawn by the same person. Oh yeah, who's that? He's a very similar. Uh, it, the person is, the technical illustrator is Elliot R. Brown. Hmm, okay. The colorist is Andy uh, Yonkus. The inker is Joseph Rubenstein. Ah, Joseph, okay. And the cover penciler is Paul Ryan. The senator? Probably. I would assume so. Yeah, the senator. Because Paul Ryan would have been like 10 when this came out. So it was probably. I mean, he's a very talented person, (laughs) no matter what you think about his politics. Elliot R. Brown, still alive. Uh, You can find him at elliotrbrown.com. He's got vintage photos and stories from the Marvel Comics office. Uh, Bob Sharon is the cover colorist. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, this is a Jim Shooter era, too, when he was an editor-in-chief. Mm, yeah, that's that era. Yeah. yeah. And if you do choose to look up Elliot R. Brown, he has one L and one T. The very unusual spelling of Elliot. Yeah. So, yeah, I just want to... Actually, I probably need to do that a little bit more, because, like, these are, like, really well-drawn character mm. characters. And they're consistent, and you get, you know, get quite a bit going here, so. Yeah. Good job. He, uh, the last thing I think he did for Marvel was something called the uh, Iron Man Iron Manual, which was like a, kind of like a handbook sort of thing with just a ton of drawings of Iron Man armor. Um, but I think he did. That sounds really nice. Yeah, I actually. think it was released in 2008, but his work dates back to 2000, or to 1998, or 90, something like that. So it was released in 2008. It's like a trade paperback, and his portion was from the mid 90s. Hmm. Well, um, I pretty much decided that, like, like as long as this gets good downloads, like after I'm done with the uh, stuff in like a year or so. Mm-hmm. I'll just um, just go on to the later editions. Just keep on going. Nice. So eventually, I'll get to the Secret Wars, um, <laughs> the Secret Wars one, and I can just talk about God Emperor Doom for like uh, forever. So, so the most recent uh, Secret Wars, you mean? Yeah. yeah, you've got a few uh, years. God Emperor Doom. <laughs> I, if like if there's a man I want to smooch, it's that man. <laughs> have you uh, have you been paying attention to him now that he's all cleaned up and healed uh, in Iron Man? 
Uh, yeah, it's I'm a little bit behind okay. on reading it, but like I kind of like how he's being repositioned as a magic user yep. and stuff a little bit more. And I'm very excited for the infamous yeah. uh, Iron Man too, because weeks. that armor, that armor, holy crap, that armor looks great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you're excited for that. This week I just uh, had a psych ward of him come out, so. Uh... If people are okay. interested in catching up on that, they can go to marvel.com and search for the uh, Doctor Doom Psych Ward. It's the most recent one. I've done a couple of him. Uh, but this one's connected to Infamous Iron Man, number one. And, and uh, I was going to try to do a, uh, I don't know what it was going to be called, but a Doomcast. And it was basically just me reading everything of Doctor Doom ever showed up in. <laughs> Uh, but that, like, I'm not sure if all the appearances are on Marvel Unlimited. Uh, I'd be stunned if they're all on there, because he has a yeah. fair amount of appearances. I bet a lot of them are, because, uh, they've got a pretty continuous run of Fantastic Four on there, but, yeah, he shows up a lot of different places, so. But, uh, I, I love Doctor Doom. And almost all of his incarnations. He's a pretty cool guy. So, yeah, speaking of uh, people who I care about a lot, Anaconda. Anaconda. <laughs> yeah, her name is Blanche Blondie Six. We did this last time. Sitznicki? Something like that. Yeah. She is part of the Serpent Society 2. Serpent Squad 2 in Serpent Society. Um. She showed up first in Marvel Two and One. Her basic backstory is she got she got all uh, done up by Roxon, mm-hmm. uh, genetically mutated, adamantium arms, stretchy stuff, blah 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 blah. Like so many before uh, her, she yeah. had the Roxon wrapped. Yeah, uh, she became part of Scorpion so- Scott Scott the Serpent Scott. Yeah, <laughs> the Serpent Squad. Squad. And uh, Serpent Society. Right. Um, she is 6'2 and weighs 220, which... No, most of the time I say that the weights are off, and I would probably say that the weight is off for her, too. Because she is a whopping 6'2. Yeah, I think that's and probably she's a underestimating. Burly. I was going to say, that's probably underestimating her weight. Not in a bad way, but she's just... If you if you could see a drawing of, of the Marvel Comics version of her, she is squared Very off. Very burly. Yeah, yeah, she's... Big arms, big legs. Like, she's a strong, strong woman. Like, she should probably be, like, closer to 300. Yeah. And, like, that will actually be right. Yeah. Like, by real standard rules. Right. Plus, the arms have to weigh a bunch. Like, they're yeah, metal. Yeah, adamantium. Yeah. Adamantium weighs quite a bit. Yeah. And arm, her arm, she has quite a bit of arm. Yeah. Going on for at least 6'2 worth of arm. At least. Her wingspan is I- tremendous. Um, she has gills, scales, and scales, so one of those makes sense, right, the other one saying, doesn't. I think we touched on this last time. Yeah. Uh, don't but have I, gills, but that's fine. <laughs> I found out via the wonderful site Comic Vine. Ah, okay. Yeah, uh, where apparently at one point she made really good use of those gills, and she fought, uh, the Thing and Stingray. Underwater. Underwater. Stingray. So, I like that. Yeah. Guy. Is is Stingray currently in the uh like the Deadpool comics? He, yeah, he was in uh, Mercs for the Money. Yep. Yeah, Mer- yeah. Um, he was very he's a very interesting character. Did not know much about him. I like but him. He's like fun. him. Yeah. Apparently, uh, we 
we talked about a character recently that is actually knows him, Atlantean, that knows him really well. So, uh, well, they won't have heard that yet. Yeah, they won't have heard it yet, but hear there is next one episode preview. No, no, actually, next episode, the father of the next episode's character, right, comes up. Yeah, because apparently, uh, Tuma likes to work with people. Makes sense. He's like one of the only villains that actually knows that maybe if you team up multiple people, it works better. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um. Besides that, like, she can stretch her arms. Yeah. She she fought she fought a lot of people. You can tell she was invented or made up in the eighties, much like the sixties, because her name is Blanche, um, as opposed to like Anna Conda or some vague pun like that, which definitely would have been the case if she was invented in the mid sixties. So, um, one thing that I thought was very great mm-hmm. is that, uh, in, at least in this version, and in, I think, m- the main, the main universe version of her, mm-hmm. uh, she's allowed to be a bigger, burlier woman. Right. She is strong, is and strong. she's made to look strong, yeah. And she's made to look strong, and, like, you know, and th- I, for the most part, like, you know, they, they don't do much to, you know, deter from that. Fortunately, the Ultimates universe happened. And, um, <laughs> the, the wonderful artist Greg Land. Yeah. <laughs> uh, air quotes around wonderful, <laughs> but like a million. Yeah, and this is, this is solidly latter day, um, heavily photo reference Greg Land. This isn't like yeah. early 2000s, late 90s when he was drawing on Nightwing and, uh, you know, there was a energy to his artwork. This is like, yeah, this is, uh, unfortunately, she was basically turned into a thin waif that is, uh, very porny looking, mm-hmm. and, um, I mean, same, same powers. I was gonna say, roughly the same powers, and same, same powers. she's a wrestler, and that whole thing, but, uh, yeah, she's, like, yeah. very, uh, uh, very blonde, very model looking, um, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, which is kind of, you know, a little unfortunate, honestly, because, you know, there needs to be just more different types of people in comics or, and <laughs> you know i haven't it, it, read a ton of anaconda but from everything i've seen of her like the fact is that her size is very matter of fact like it's not it just is you know she's a big strong woman and she looks like a big strong woman that's the end of the story kind of thing yeah and it's it's nice when that happens mm-hmm. like you know, like it's nice whenever there's like a Hispanic hero who just happens to be Hispanic and they don't make it a big part of his backstory. Right. I which mean, is they why don't I like the new Nova a lot. Right. They don't pretend it's not the case, but also it's not like they have to scream on it every page to score points. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, it's, you know, and it's like, you know, it feels like not diversity for diversity's sake, but diversity because that's just how the world is. Right. And I think a lot of, you know, woman characters in comics, unfortunately, can feel like they come in, you know, uh, three sizes, like short, average, and tall. But in terms of body type, they all look roughly the same. So when you get an anaconda or, you know... When well, you, you get a kid. You just get a kid that looks like right, a kid. yeah. Or even like a power girl. I know there's a lot of issues with sort of... There, there can be issues with their chest size, but the fact is, like, Power Girl has a different look than a lot of characters, and that's nice. So, yeah. She's actually, like, I mean, she's actually, like, kind of built. Too. Right, exactly. Like, uh, if, if if you get an artist who's doing it right, like, she has big arms, you know, she has strong arms and that sort of thing, you know? 
and she's kind of broad right. and like you know and just everything like, it's just like you know i i like that there's a more of an effort at least nowadays mm-hmm. and you know or like a she-hulk who's um you know who tends again when when drawn sort of quote unquote correctly um isn't just tall she's big you know she she is yeah. wider than most of the people on the frame including the guys so or, or like whenever, or I also, I'm also a big fan of this. Uh, whenever they make a person with super strength not super buff, because like it turns out they have a superpower. Right. Yeah, like Molly, who is wonderful, mm-hmm. and I wish they did only bring her back for like two panels in one of the X Men comics and just killed her off screen. I'm still mad about that. I know, and I don't know why that story has like no bearing on anything. It- it's like a future alternate story i don't care (laughs) she was not in the comics for years and they brought her back as a cool like ba looking person from the future with a robot arm and she talked once and killed her off off screen i know it has no bearing or anything i just want my favorite (laughs) characters in my comics (laughs) i don't know what to tell you Whatever, you know, I just need a, you, I just need a direct line to, but Axel, uh, my man, uh, mm-hmm. uh, can, can you just make a editorial mandate that Molly Hayes has to be in more comics, please? Sure. If you don't mind if she dies off screen for a couple words. No, not in X-Men. Don't, don't even put her in X-Men. But she's a mutant. That's my only thing. I, I don't care. Mutants are allowed to not be with the X-Men. Mutants are people. Well, I mean, you know the TV series is coming, right? Are you excited for that? Yeah, right. I am. Right. So, okay. Well, speaking of, uh, yeah, I will. I will, and they better, they better not mess her up. I'll boycott it and <laughs> scream <laughs> from the streets not to watch it. <laughs> okay, so that's the end of the episode. Um. Uh, yeah. Wow. All right. <laughs> Do you have so, the uh, plugs and stuff you're going to drop in at the end, or what? <laughs> yeah, you know, I had plugs to drop at the end. Uh, but what do you want to say about yourself, Tim? Uh, well, I thought that was the end of the episode. Um, I would like to say about myself that uh, I'm delightful. Uh, I'm a good time. And you can find more information about me on the internet. I appear about two to three weeks on Marvel.com. Uh, psych wards and various other articles that just help you know the great things that Marvel's doing that you should definitely be reading because uh, it would be a shame if my children couldn't eat, wouldn't it? Uh, also, you can follow me on Twitter at Ungaje, which is U-N-G-A-J-J-E and uh, Tim Stevens is Ungaje, which uh, is my website. It hasn't been updated in about two months, but I'm set to change that in the next couple of weeks, so keep an eye out for that. He had a very nice uh, blog post, I think, around uh, Daredevil Season 2, where he ranked a bunch of Daredevil uh, costumes. Yes, I did, yep. And I, I've enjoyed it quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan so, of talking about costumes, because uh, there's some pretty terrible ones the out there, but too. there's some fun ones that can't, people kind of forget. So, I'm, I'm a big fan of costumes, too. I think a costume can really make a character. Yeah. I because I judge people by their covers and not... Yeah, um, I judge people by the clothes they wear and uh, nothing else. So... Yep. Yeah, there you so, go. Uh, <laughs> hello, this is Jesse. I host this podcast as well as Turn to Page, a choosing adventure book podcast where I read choosing adventure book with a couple friends and we adventure and review and have goofs. As well as Random Sampling, a podcast with the lovely Carrie where we do 
talking things about random Wikipedia articles via the random article button on Wikipedia as well. You can follow the show on at Alpha Flight Pod as well as on Facebook via Facebook page on at the Alphabet Flight Facebook page. Uh, you can support the show by sharing with a friend and also sharing the links, telling a friend, or and rating, subscribing, and reviewing on iTunes, Stitcher, and your podcast catcher of choice. The artwork is done by the talented and wonderful Ryan Healy. So this has been um, this has been Alphabet Fly and. Uh, What's the thing that Cap says? Avengers Assemble? Uh, I'm not doing teams, though. I don't know. You asked me what Cap says. Um, my anaconda don't want none unless you got buns hung.